This is Capital City with Capital J. How do we get to a place where where people just putting satanic anything into into hip hop? Why is it there? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why are these right. satanic images? You know, Jay Z walking around with a quote on his t shirt, do what thou wilt. That's a quote from the Satanic Verses written by Anton LaVey. You know, people, you, know, you see the shirt and you think, oh, that's cool. I'm going to do what I want to. Right. But as an actual, you know, actual quote from the Satanic Bible, like, what's going on? <laughs> this this where hip hop has gotten, just like rock and roll. You know what I'm saying? Start in one place and next thing you know, it's all this stuff going on. Why? Why? This is Capital City with Capital J. I remember the first time I started hearing about it. Like, I, I heard about it in lyrics before. I heard about it, and and not even actually hearing about it in lyrics, like actually hearing it in lyrics. Right. And then I remember it was like I saw something on YouTube, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, what's going on? Right. Like, dude's got crosses on their foreheads, upside down crosses on their foreheads now. <laughs> and um, the you know the first time, first time I took notice was um, Three Six Mafia. Mm, yeah. You know, and Gangsta Boo, at the end of her first album, she was talking about, you know, she they pledge allegiance to Satan and all this stuff. I never knew that. <laughs> yeah, man. I was like, damn, why'd she say that? I like that album. Damn, I never knew that. Yep. Here goes another thing after, like, when people leave the group, they get saved. Straight. Yep. When I met, um, I met Project Pat right after he got out of jail. And at the time, he wasn't wasn't rapping. He got saved. Gangsta Boo got saved. Changed the name to Lady Boo. Is it Lord Infamous? Not Lord Infamous. There's one of them other guys used to rap for him. Mr. Dale mm. used to be part of the group way back in the day. He's a gospel rapper now. It's <laughs> 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 her sound like uh, what the early bad boy wanted. <laughs> yeah, folk, folk trying to get away from that man. They didn't did something. The soul, their soul is haunting them. They're like, man, I got yeah. to go to church. Maze went to God. Craig Matt went to God. Yeah. Biggie went to God. Yeah, didn't he? Puffy man, Puffy take you down dark road. <laughs> Black Raw went and turned himself in for a body. Damn show did. Oh, uh, was that was that Black Rob? Nah. That was um G Dep. G Dep. G Dep. Woo. Yep. That was a cold case. You know what I'm saying? Seek redemption. Yeah, that's uh well shoot, we could damn near jump into this now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We got the computer right here. If we need to look anything up. Who was before? Like in, in lyrics, you know, like Jay-Z toured around with it on the Reasonable Doubt album. Um, Prodigy. Yeah, it's like it was certain people would say some blasphemous. It started off saying blasphemous stuff. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, um, nice, 92. Hmm. When I was 12, I went to hell for snuffing Jesus. Right. I was like, what? This nigga. <laughs> it got your attention, though, right? Yeah, but I was like, damn. Yeah. Let my mama hear this. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, hip hop did everything rock and roll did. Yeah. Man, went straight to the devil. Hmm. Thing they um it really became, you know, I guess more on the forefront. Um, once 
I, I remember the whole Jay-Z, Beyonce thing, you know, when they first started saying it about them. Yeah. Uh, her room was about Rick Ross. You already know about Lil Uzi Vert. Right. Lucifer. Yeah, Lil Lucifer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, 3-6 Mafia was just out there with it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't, you can't deny it. They put it in their name. They let you know what it is. So as a as a, a DJ during that time, did and you hearing a lot of music and playing a lot of music, did it affect how you played them? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I noticed. It didn't affect like you know, I I was I was taken aback by the fact they called themselves the six 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 mafia at first. And in the mm-hmm. beginning, that was at first it was six 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 mafia. I was like, Hey man, these dudes crazy. But I thought maybe they weren't really into it, it's just a gimmick. Right. And they changed the name to 3-6. I was like, yeah, they see that 666 don't sound right. You know what I'm saying? They going to 3-6 Mafia. Maybe what they, you know, maybe they ain't really into all that stuff. Right. But, okay, what I noticed is that their music just caused trouble. Everything they made caused trouble. They was banned from the clubs for a minute, right? The first song they came out with that really, really took, you know, took a hold of things around here was Tear the Club. What? <laughs> and it's been all down here ever since. Right. <laughs> you know, I used to put the 3-6 record on, security, and flash the flashlight over my way. Like, <laughs> uh-uh. And then when I look up, when I see the light, you know, it gives the neck cutthroat. Yeah. <laughs> we ain't doing that here tonight. <laughs> I got three guards out from the skirmish last week. Right. Damn songs. <laughs> Who run it? <laughs> right. These ain't running. They shut their mouth. Yeah, man. First getting step first getting get knocked. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And then I bet you won't. Hit him, off with him, hit him, off with him, push him, push him, off with him. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing, of them, man? <laughs> but the crazy oh, thing, the crazy thing is, man, I've seen plenty of songs where the music has told people to do things. Yeah. But their music, the name of their record label is Hypnotized Minds. Mm-hmm. And they're known for their bass lines, these big thick, rich bass lines that every producer in the industry is probably in envy of mm. the clarity and thickness mm. of the 3-6 Mafia bass line of Juicy J and DJ Paul. Mm-hmm. That, that bass line is legendary and notorious. Right. And it's continuous. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it Hypnotize minds. Mm-hmm. Tear the club up. Tear the club up. <laughs> Tear the club up. You right. see what I'm saying? Right. It's something about that music. And them chants. And them chants. Yep. And people, <clears throat> I see these people just change. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? While the song is on. You see, you know. <laughs> Face and everything. Yeah, I'm not trying to say, and, you know, and, and it's weird because, you know, there's a lot of people that say, you know, it's not like a, I mean, is that, when you start thinking about this is the 3-6 Mafia. Right. With the label Hypnotized Minds. 
It's got this enchanting bass line in there chanting to you chanting yes telling you to do some horrible stuff and i'm watching dudes <laughs> come under the power and authority of yes. this music yes and change their whole yes during the time this on hey man <laughs> i ain't saying it's the exorcist movie but <laughs> <laughs> Look like everybody possessed it at one time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody changed. It's crazy. Everybody got their chest out at this point. Right. So, so yeah, man, like, there's spirituality. There is spirituality in music. Now, how far you prescribe into these theories, you know, probably depend on what you came up believing in or not believing in. Right. But there is some power in the music. Like, even if you're an atheist, you have to understand that music has the power to change moods, you know, and you can you can use music for bad or for good, even when it doesn't have words. Right. Um, it's not always about the words there. You know, in just in music in general, there are notes and tones and chords that are sad. There are ones that are happy. There are ones that sound angry. But, um, yeah, when you put it all together and you know how to use those chords and those sounds, then you know how to touch people mm -hmm. to make like that's why slow jams feel like slow jams when the music comes on. Right. You know, you know it's a slow jam when the music comes on. It's not because of the words, it's because of the music. Mm hmm They're touching that part of your emotions. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll, you know, it's it's aggressive music. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop. Yeah, hip hop is aggressive and masculine. You know, at its core. You know what I'm saying? The the hard stuff is aggressive and masculine. And the music, beyond the words, the music makes it aggressive and masculine. You know? Heavy drums. Right. And you know, when a girly song comes on, you know when a girl song comes on. It sounds like girl music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that girls don't like aggressive masculine songs too, but but you know, different things touch different people. And right. yeah, there is a spiritual connection in music. Absolutely. Matter of fact, that's our topic for today. If you've been tuning in, we just got right into it early. But you know, this week we're talking about the spirituality in music and you know, just how far, how deep does it affect you when you're listening? When you're playing it, when you're dancing to it, and when you're creating it, you know? Then mm -hmm. a lot of places, the place an artist is when he writes a song or performs a song, the version that you will hear forever. Sometimes that, there's a certain energy in that that never be duplicated again. Right. You know, like when Tupac spit, um, hit him up. That is the angriest piece of music I ever heard in my life. <laughs> straight from the heart and you, you could you felt that like it was his and it wasn't the music that was angry mm -mm. It was you know him. what I'm saying so that was it was almost deceptive <laughs> the music did not portray that type of aggressiveness and anger right you right though it was a contrast yeah you know what I'm saying <laughs> so here you got a dude that's putting the most that's the most Angry emotion I've ever felt come off of a record, and that's said, my God's honest truth. He said, "That's why I fuck off for the average." And that's the, before the beat drop. <laughs> Good, crazy. What is getting ready to happen here? 
but then when the beat dropped, it was like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, wait a minute. Are we grooving right now? You know, what's going on? I was confused. <laughs> I get you know it. what I'm saying? It's right. like, like, he just said the most cold-hearted shit in him. Like, said on wax. And then we started grooving. I don't know what's about to happen. <laughs> and then he started talking again. First off, yeah, shit, boy, you up and that click, you, you crazy. What? <laughs> what is going on right now? <laughs> Absolutely. And, and I've heard this records before, man. I listen to LL, this Hammer and Kumo D and yeah. all these other people. And I, you know, I watched man. KRS and MC Shan go at it. Even when MC Shan was talking, um, KRS was talking trash. I could tell that he was. You know, I can tell that he was serious, but he wasn't serious, serious like right. this. Like, like pop. you know, I, yeah, I was like, oh, I thought KRS was mad back in the day. I thought I heard Pog. I was like, man, shit. Yeah. yeah, this is beef right here. Straight up. And, and, and that energy made that song something that mm-hmm. caused the same kind of problems mm-hmm. that Three Six Mafia music caused. Mm-hmm. The pure just... It was hatred mm-hmm. recorded into the track. Mm-hmm. And when you play it, the hatred comes out. Right. And you got people that weren't mad before. Now they mad as he is. And then you just be mad about anything because you, you feel his anger. And it's so powerful. You know what I'm saying? Right. There's, um, there's, only, there's another true down-to-the-heart performance that I can remember that, that had you know a spiritual energy to it. Mm-hmm. Pastor Troy, no more playing GA. Oh, yeah. He meant every word of that. And <laughs> some, sometimes, man, like, you got to remember that when you listen to a song, that song will be performed. If it's anything that you hear on the radio, it's going to be performed by that artist hundreds, thousands of times. Mm-hmm. But what you say. hear all the time Ain't no more is the one that's, you know, that's the one. Right. And that take that he recorded hmm. was the take. Like, he ain't he can't be still mad at Master P. So if he recorded that song today, mm-hmm. he cannot duplicate the energy that he put into it back then. I get it. You see what I'm saying? I get it. But wouldn't the music that's already recorded that song, give him? That, the music was dark too. Yeah, but wouldn't it give him? It wouldn't it put that back into him for that situation for doing? He had help from the music. Tupac didn't even have help from the music. <laughs> the music right. didn't get him built. Like now, nah, that that no more play track was was angry sounding. You mm. know that sounded like some revenge. Um, Like, what? Yeah, yeah, that song was ready. But you feel that energy, man, when when people record. It takes the perfect take, you know. You never know. He could have recorded that feeling a different way, and the song wouldn't hit like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you can, you know, people spit a rhyme. You are an old dirty bastard, spit a dirty version one way and spit a clean version another way. <laughs> it's the same song, you know, just depending on how, how he felt when he spit it. We see that a lot. I, I think that's the um, the artistic side of it, too. Right. You know, that, that really shows who's really artistic. 
Yeah. Not autistic, but yeah. artistic. Artistic. AR. <laughs> you gotta you gotta be able to to call that energy up even when you ain't in the mood. You know what I'm saying? So in a sense, you know, you like what you know, when you um performing, you gotta have a bit of acting in you. That's why they such great actors. Right. Can walk right from the stage to the screen. Because you create a persona and you gotta be that person no matter how you feel walking on stage. Right. They expect this person. And there's a lot of acting in that. You know what I'm saying? I can I can attest to that from being on the radio. I can tell you one time I walked down my house, fell down the steps, rolled out into the yard. It was snowing ice on the ground. Rolled out into the yard, looked up. My whole back was wet. I had to go back inside, change. I had to be on the radio that morning. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I was mad enough to go in there and just curse the whole time. I had to turn into somebody else because Samuel Jackson was walking in there from Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. But I can't be that when I got there. So you got to change it up. And that's what, you know, People who perform, they put their heart and soul into a record for that one moment. You got to summon it up every time you perform that to give the people the satisfaction that you gave them from hearing the song initially. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it might have been a hurt. You know, that's why you see artists cry on stage sometimes when they sing certain songs mm-hmm. because they could have written a song out of a painful situation and performed it when they were at their lowest. And now every time they go back on stage and summon that song back up, they got to go through that same set of emotions over again to give you the performance. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's interesting you brought that part up because I think that's relevant to what's about to happen. Um, the verses between Gucci Man and Young Jeezy. Mm. where their beef got to the point where somebody lost their life. And now they are almost like joining forces to uh, do it for the culture, as they say. Man, I don't know, man. I could, um, I'm hoping that at the age we are, that, you know, and those guys and the people around them, like, you know, whatever, this the past, and got time for this, we old now. But, you know, when you was talking about the music and how they could could have been feeling at the time of the music, like, that, there was a point in Gucci's music where he was talking about what happened and, you know, addressing certain things. And I think some of those tracks... We'll be played. That could definitely open up some old wounds, for sure. Man. Man, that is something to think about. I think that it'll take a strong individual. Emotions and spirituality in the music, in hip-hop and music in general. You know, you listen to gospel singers. That's why you give gospel singers so much leeway when you're at church. Talking about spirituality and a feeling in the music. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times you just letting people, you let somebody's soul set free for a second. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it ain't even good. <laughs> Don't sound good, but you know, you allowing them their spiritual release for a moment. You're like, okay, go on, get this over with. Mm-hmm. Don't come back here next week. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because it could be in, uh, <clears throat> being in church and stuff and not feeling the music 
And um, but I could hear a song on the radio that's supposed to be gospel, and I'll be, you know, what I'm saying, kind of feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think for the most, for a lot of it, the more commercial, and I ain't talking about, you know, because I know there's gospel artists who are big enough in their genre of music. But I'm just talking about to commercial enough to cross over to somebody like me, who I just don't, you know, I just don't listen to gospel. And they'll talk but, about traditional gospel. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, but, but you know, when you start bringing the, the contemporary sound into it, mm-hmm. you know, it's not gospel music like, like we know. But, you know, he's a rapper that I think that his sound could... Could fool somebody you wouldn't even know to listen to it and they should pay close all attention. the time. You know what I'm saying? Mary Mary could could fool you sometimes, but um, when it comes to gospel, there's gospel music has learned how to put this spirituality in. Like they know the sound and the tempos and the drums to use to control your emotions. That's what the that's why the choir and the music director is there in your church. He's there as he's supporting the preacher with music to sway your emotions. You see what I'm saying? So, so they playing games. I ain't gonna call it playing games, but it's it's all it's all, it's all working in conjunction. And you can believe that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Spiritual, not just spirituality. That's not all. It's just the emotions and how music touches you you know music gets into you so when um you know when they need to drum things up make church more exciting you know it can go up tempo and um you know when if you've ever been to a church where people get up and shout Mm -hmm. they don't get up and shout any old song Mm -hmm. and the choir director knows when he can he can make people shout anytime he wants to Mm mm-hmm you see what I'm saying? Right. <clears throat> Make people get up, stomp. You can do it for 20 minutes straight. Mm-hmm. He has that. He controls that. Right. You see what I'm saying? And, you know, when they want to slow things down, they change the music. When it's time to... The music even lets you know, like the preacher might have a sermon, he might get fired up. And then when the music changes, you know it's time to sit down. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, everybody's up. That's right. Yeah, come on. Tell them. Yeah, yeah. All right, right. Then the organ's like, everybody sit down. The preacher wipes his full head off and start talking soft again. You see what I'm saying? Right. All that is, you know, that's the power of music. Mm-hmm. Without that music, you know, the people that are standing up still be standing up making noise. Right. There is no cue. Stadium anthems, you know, and the 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 crazy thing is, like, I'm not, you know, I don't know if this has anything to do with anything, but you know, there's um, you know, a whole lot of gay people in in the leading church choirs. Why is that? I don't know, but I found like when I go through and they make some darn good music. Yes, and. And I don't know. There's a there's a little bit of showmanship. I don't know if it's. I'm not saying it's because because some of them are gay, and I'm not saying all of them are gay or most of them. But I'm just saying there are some. 
There's a lot of, and there's a little bit of showmanship and pageantry, and maybe that that um, could attract the gay male to, you yeah. know, even like band directors and stuff, you know. But I, I but, think that's a credit. Yeah, I, well, I, I can't say a credit because I don't know like about band directors. You know, sounds like a big. But I'm I'm just saying, like, I think that's dope. That's pretty dope. You know. But what I'm wondering, like, like different every everything in our culture has a musical energy associated with it you know what i'm saying right and it could be that you know whatever whatever they're doing over there might just lend well to that style of music you know the same way that 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 i don't know many black like black people start off playing rock and roll music mm -hmm. and what white people deal with rock and roll, it's it's you know they kept going with it in a different direction, but the the way that it's tuned, it's tuned something. It appeals to them, mm -hmm. you know, the guitars, and it's not that that a black person can't get into that stuff. Because I know a few that are. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah. music is music. Like I said, I find stuff right. something I like in every genre, but just as a whole. You know, different yeah. cultures, for some reason, attach to different things, and I'm not making this up. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. And and there is a there is a culture shift in the gay population. If you live in the in the straight world, there's the gay world is a different culture. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? Right, so I can right. imagine that just like every other cultural shift, right in America, yeah, there's some different music associated. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. And for a long time, you know, as disco transitioned in the house, a lot of that became loosely associated with the gay movement, too. Mm -hmm. You know? I'm not, you know, I don't want any flack for this conversation. I don't want anybody to think I'm overgeneralizing anything. <laughs> but, you know, we're just, um, we're just talking. You know, it would be great if we could have some, some phone-ins, but since this is a podcast and we're recording, you're mm -hmm. just going to have to take this conversation and discuss it amongst yourselves yeah. without our presence. But don't be mad at me. I'm not, um, you know, I understand the world is not black and white. We all live in a great big old shade of gray. But, yeah, if it applies for, for you know, like like here, right, right here in the black community, I mean, I can um, just talk about culture shifts and musical differences and stuff. Like as a DJ, I mean, college students listen to different stuff than people do not going to college between age 18 and 24. There was a, you know, playing a, a party for kids that's going to get bachelor's degrees is different than playing a, a party for a room full of people that weren't. Yeah, some things that appeal differently because of the cultures, the lifestyles they live in at the time. So yeah, you know, yeah, it's just that's just a, a truth of, of the world, man. The di different demographic of people too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're dealing with different things. Different stuff appeal to you, depending on where you are. But I don't profess to know everything about the gay culture. But like I said, just like everything else, though, I can imagine that why it's not the case for everybody, you know. You could generalize a sound. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So. But what is the feeling? And the feeling, 
that seems to be associated with like you know you're talking about what what does the music make you do is it all seems to be up tempo up tempo um fairly happy music you know what i'm saying right 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 you know when you watch you watch drag queens performing they performing that little yeah they look, i mean it's 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 songs that are they're not negative songs they're not made you know you don't walk away from that music feeling ah, life is a drag no nah, no pun intended no, but but yeah so you know there's got to be a certain energy and the energy seems to be fairly positive you know what i'm saying about just freedom oh. have a good time right right that, and that's what it's about like i don't ever remember uh hearing like a a, a regular you know what I'm saying? So, and and to talk about that, to talk about how much of an influence they have, uh, or have, have had in pop culture, you know, because I hear, uh, I've heard a couple people say that some of the stuff that Nicki was putting out on her albums, not the you know the rapping Nicki, not that <clears throat> Nicki, the <throat> other Nicki. Mm -hmm. that she was putting out and you know it was because she was paying attention to I forgot his name I don't want to say his name wrong but he, she was paying attention to somebody of that culture wait a minute what other Nikki? Uh, you know you got rapping Nikki, and then you got the Nikki that put out what, what's the name of that album like with, with the 40s top 40 hits and stuff on it um, Nicki Minaj, man. That um, what was oh, it called? Oh, you talking about both of them? You talking about the same version? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right, okay. You know, because you know you got that rapping yeah. Nicki. Yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> okay. It went over my head, okay, man. I'm sorry. Right. I'm, I'm tuned back in. I'm here. All right. Uh, yeah. So you know, I. You know, hats off, salute to the creatives. Yeah, you know, they because they do doing the fucking thing. Energy. Mm hmm. We've been through the we've been through the dark energy, and who is reaching? Who is touching? Because you know that that dark energy it hit the you know that's that's man vibe right there. Mm hmm. You know, it's the dudes touched them, like you know, that uh, up tempo house gospel. Yeah, women, gay people, you know, some dudes, I'm not saying dudes don't like house, but when you see somebody usually just going off looking like the world just stopped, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, you know, hey, I'm just a DJ talking to you about what I seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's energy in this stuff, man. And then you got that 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 Baltimore club energy. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like there's a, a, it's not the same as house. Hmm. You know, house is a a steady boom, 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 boom. It's not confusing, and it's easy to follow. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? But Baltimore club is a little bit more complicated. <laughs> You see what I'm saying? Put that extra. A little bit, yeah, it's a little more sophisticated. And a different type of dancer tends to daggone go hard on that. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like you got your, you know, it's a different type of, a different type of spirituality in that music. Right. And it, it makes, yeah, it, 
it makes the body move. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ah, pick him up, pick him up. Ah, pick him up, pick him up. Ah, pick him up, pick him up. It's the drums that move us. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's um. You know that's from the the motherland. Yeah, that's tribal and spiritual. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And it and it still touches you. You feel it. And when you watch people dance to that music, it's the same thing like watching when I put on some 3-6 music and watching that reaction. When I put on um, Pick em Up, mm-hmm. it gives us, it does the same thing to people. I see, I see something touching their spirit when I play that record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, that um, hot music. Doom, 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 Man, that's another one. (laughs) That does something to people. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's it's something spiritual. It's just a piece of music, and it's repetitive. Yeah, I hate it. (laughs) See? But but it does something to your spirit, too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? It's polarizing, so now we know it's polarizing. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But... Like for me, that that's a song right there that gets up under my skin, makes the hairs raise up. That's the, I heard that joint. Like yo, what about the percolator? The percolator just just Man. is like the percolator doesn't do anything to me. Honestly, as a DJ, I was surprised that the record turned into what it was. I remember when it came out, Man. and I was like, what they playing this all the time? And you know, it seemed kind of basic, but but I thought it was a catchy idea. <laughs> With the dance, yeah, then I don't know where who, who started the dance or where it came oh, from. God, but yeah. but that hot music, good gracious! <laughs> like that's a song, you know. Who? Mm. I can't. You know, if you had to give me like a hundred songs that somebody said, "Man, music gonna disappear forever," you take a hundred songs. That might be one of my hundred. Percolator. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hot music. I got Shout you. out pal Joey. Okay. Yes, sir. Mm. Soho. Hot music. Guys. Yeah. Mm, get up. Come on. <laughs> Man, boy. Yeah, that, that record does something to me. Like when I'm DJing, like that's one of the records that when I'm DJing, I play that record, I feel different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm on it. But you know, besides uh, three six, who else? Um, early on, did you see anybody else early on messing around with that dark spirituality? Right. Um, three six was the first people that that seemed to be actively embracing it openly. Um, a whole lot of rappers will say dark stuff and seem kind of ambiguous about their the dark nature of their music, like Tech Nine, Prodigy, mm-hmm. um, uh, Rick Ross sometimes, Jay, Jay Z sometimes. Um, but you know, you know, they always leave a question mark, so you can't really say this is what it is or this is what it ain't, right? But, you know, you get to a little Uzi Vert, it's like no question, you know, at this point. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, dog. I'm messing around in dark spirits. <laughs> yeah. 
try to stay away. <laughs> you know from. what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, you know whatever, whatever type of energy you call upon to record your music, though, it comes out when people listen to it. That's that's mm-hmm. basically what we saying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The the place you are when you put what you put into the music is what people get out of it. Tupac was angry when he put it into the music. When it comes out, people get angry. You know what I'm saying? Right. Donna Summers felt sexy. She said, I love the life, baby. <laughs> and people had sex. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I, you know. Yeah. Shoot. Mary J said, I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. And women got empowered. They got empowered. I can yell mm-hmm. it said, put it in your mouth. I got large doors back. Facts. <laughs> we had to put a parental advisory on this one, man. This is <laughs> this is too much. Just remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Before we wrap up, put good stuff into your music. That's what people gonna get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Put happy energy into your stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, we sitting there in a place right now. We just we, before we got started, we trying to figure out how do we get to a place where where people just putting satanic anything into into hip hop. Why is it there? You know what I'm saying? Right. Why are these right. satanic images? You know. <laughs> Jay-Z walking around with a quote on his T-shirt, do what thou willst. That's a quote from the Satanic Verses written by Anton LaVey. You know, people, you, know, you see the shirt and you think, oh, that's cool, I'm going to do what I want to. Right. But as an actual, you know, actual quote from the Satanic Bible, like, what's going on? Like, why? Why? You know? <laughs> this this where hip hop has gotten just like rock and roll you know what I'm saying start in one place and next thing you know it's all this stuff going on why why is Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a bat on stage yeah you know what I'm saying why pentagrams and devil worshiping rituals on stage at rock and roll concerts in the 70s they right. didn't go on in the 60s why does this music get to a place where where devil satanic imagery creeps its way into the music I don't even understand it you know what I'm saying right right who does that appeal to? <laughs> Man. <laughs> Is that a whole nother that's a whole nother topic, ain't Man, it? Man, you know what I'm saying? We'll get to that next week. You know what I'm saying? Who does oh, that no. even appeal to? I mean, you know. Oh no, because you know, our our view on that is gonna be biased, so we can't I mean, I get it, but I've just, you know, I've been around black people my whole life, to and I just, I just never ran into black people. I know some black people that not that's not in the church, you know. Yeah. I'm not in the church like that. I know some black people that don't believe in God. Yeah, but I haven't known anybody who's actively into Satanism. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And you know, you see a lot of a lot of people dabbling with that stuff now. And if you watch the videos, um. Like it's it's no coincidence, <laughs> yeah. That you know people, I, I like y'all really pay attention to the videos. You see, like it's Man. numerous people. There's they got demons, all kinds of um, stuff in their videos. Like they rapping in hell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? YG, um, yeah, got a video in hell rapping. Demons everywhere, and the song ain't even about that. Man. Ain't nothing, you know, ain't nothing satanic in the song, but. They the videos, the imagery is going that direction. Now, why? Right. 
What is that for? Who is that for? Or is that how you feel? I mean, is this is this is this something we were asking for that I'm not aware of? Was the was the was the community saying, you know what we need? We need more devil in our music. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now seriously, I'm just wondering. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because I don't ever recall what a time where I was sitting around saying, you know what, man? This music ain't Satan, satanic enough. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, usually stuff like this happens as a response to a mm. need or a want. Mm -hmm. Who wanted that? Somebody. I mean, I mean if, they, if, really if that's the I mean, you guys think about it. I'm, I'm, I wish I could figure out what is the name of that video YG got. I'm going to find it. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, the song got nothing to do with none of the imagery in the video. They just shoot the video in hell for nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think a lot of visuals that we see now, especially for some of the top artists, uh, they hand around like they, you know, like, like what, what? What's the point? <laughs> yeah, like, like well, yeah. What, really, I don't what's know going what else on? to say. Like you summed it up with that question. <laughs> like, bro, like what's the point? <laughs> yeah, like why? That's all I'm trying to. You know, I just don't understand why. Yeah, and it's imagery, so it's crazy. This is something that's there forever. Yeah, so I'm just, you know, man. You saw a Beyonce video? That's what you're talking about? No, I'm talking about that, that YG oh, video. Oh, I thought you were talking about a Beyonce video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Some of the it, stuff that be happening in videos, like I, I'm not trying to accuse right. nobody or something. But right, and, and the thing is, you got to understand, when I say who is it for, I want you to really think, like, we're black people. You relate to to these artists because of the situations and the song that they talking about. They ain't mm -hmm. talking about... Like you know, let's uh, let's just use um, YG for example. <laughs> yeah, you know, let's say let's say the song or or anybody anybody yeah. who ever shot a video that got out. Yeah, none of the songs nobody ever wrote a song about. You know, I was walking through hell, seeing some demon girls. They want to smoke an ill. Shit. I took them to my world. I brought they. You know, it, it was never about that. Shit, but it, it's the video be about that. Suicidal so, thoughts so biggie. Well, like but, at first, yeah, but he never right. shot no video for that. I'm, no, just no, no, I'm no, saying, no. Where, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why, yeah. Does, why does the imagery that accompanies this song right. go that way? Because there's an audience, and who is it for? Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like that's mm -hmm. what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. The video is to sell the song. Hmm. Why does the video have this imagery? Who are they selling it to? What is the message? <laughs> why is this message being sent? And who is sending it to who? It might not even be YG. <sighs> man, stop, man. We got no. Nah, we we can't have <laughs> we can't have that conversation. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying. Like seriously, because well, I mean, you know, to, well, he yeah. probably sat down in the room and said, "Hey, man, we're gonna do your new video. The concept is she gonna be in hell, mm -hmm. and we're gonna have devil girls everywhere. They're gonna have big asses. Yeah, they're gonna have great big asses. Oh, the word. All right." Yo, man, we gonna do next video, man. Have girls with big asses. This shit's gonna be dressed up like devils. He don't it care. Comes, he don't. He don't know. He don't care. No but, accountability. So this right here, like, he's not pushing this. He's pushing the song. Right. The song ain't about this. Mm -hmm. Who's pushing this and why? <laughs> I mean, somebody his team should be asking that question. Well, maybe we don't know, you know. I mean, honestly, I don't yeah. think he care. I yeah, mean, I'm not, you right. know, I don't think. Yeah, it think, went that far with Yeah, I don't, I don't think YG cares anyway. He just right. like, devil, cool. Okay, 
let's do it. You know, <laughs> you don't get shit. But I'm just wondering, yeah, just why? I mean, really, you know, it'd be kind of like, um, you know, you, you just sometimes but, question stuff that seems I mean, but out of character for your audience or for the artist. Yeah, it's so it's, it's it's left field. At, at, at some point, don't you think that's some accountability of his though? Because well, if like this may be like if he may not be thinking on about this at all. Like you, I mean, know. you say you he in hell and it, is the devil in the video? No, I don't think I saw a devil. Oh, okay. But he he just in hell rapping. Mm-hmm. Okay, so as an artist he could have He could have took that a couple ways. Because maybe he, you know, that that's where he pulled from to get his rhymes. Oh wait a minute. Or that maybe rhyme. maybe it is um about that. This song is called I think it's called In the Dark. So maybe maybe being in hell got something to do with the video. Mm-hmm. Might be totally wrong. Yeah. Let me see if this the one. No, nah, that might not be the one. No, nah, there you go. Can't play it. Yeah, he too. Hey, all right. All right, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, he, he sound like he talking about his car, driving his car around in the dark. You okay. Know, you, it's not it's not like the metaphor like where the baby was talking about I was blind. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean you just rapping in hell. I don't get it. It's a party in hell. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the devil yeah. is in the video. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think I could, you know, I I I don't know. I, you know, I kinda get maybe he's saying I spit hot fire. I don't get it. But yeah. But like I said, it's it's like I said, it's a little bit like this is the kind of stuff I'm used to seeing in rock and roll videos. Mm-hmm. You know, I've grown accustomed to seeing this level of of They the new rock stars. They, they the new rock stars. A lot stars. of them say they are, yeah. Now you get into what I said. Who is pushing this and why? And why does when music get to a certain point it starts containing this? Mm-hmm. Rock star. Rock and it's style. not just them. The same thing. I, I look at Katy Perry videos and all of them and just like, you know, like, why? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's always some weirdness. Yeah, like, why? Ain't yeah, it? why? Why the why the weirdness? This yeah. is just weird. Right. <laughs> right. And you know, YG's a regular and, dude, man. Like, this ain't something. I just can't imagine that he sat around and thought this up. Because all the stuff that you could tell he thought of, you go back and look at people early catalog, mm-hmm. they in the hood with their with they people. Hmm. And and I can't imagine just one day he said, you know what, man, let's do something different, <laughs> man. <laughs> Yo, I'm fighting these demons, man. I'm fighting these demons. I got a show yeah. gonna fight out these yeah. demons. Yeah, but I might be totally wrong. It'd be crazy, you know what I'm saying? We find out YG thought this whole concept up. He was like, yeah. you get it. He come it'd be dope. He just explained the whole thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 he like you see in the dark is a metaphor for this and that and this and that. I'm like, oh, <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, yeah. We'll get into all that another time, man. <laughs> <laughs> 
YG apologizes for his whack ass album rollout with the devilish in the dark video. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe that came up. Wow. (laughs) Oh my goodness. How old is that video? He said, he said, oh man, he offered up some pretty decent by Mia Copa in the form of his latest video in the dark. He's been dealing with personal demons. In the new video, the concept is represented literally as he falls asleep after an apparent drinking binge and wakes up in a fiery landscape populated by devilish denizens holding a demonic dance demonstration. Who wrote Mm. that? (laughs) Devilish denizens holding a demonic dance demonstration. (laughs) Excuse my whack-ass album rollout promotions. I ain't been in the mood to do none of that since they took my brother. Okay, he was in a mm. dark place. Nip. And this is after Nipsey was shot. Yeah. Him. So he shot a video in hell. Okay, okay. See? He's not a devil worshiper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I never I never said that that um I know. Yeah, I never said why G was yeah. in on this. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that was um yeah, whoever was behind the creative, you know, whoever's creative genius behind this. Him right here though. Nah, There's a whole lot of other stuff in here though. Mm. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We digress. We'll move. <laughs> you know, we'll dig. We'll dig into who who next week. Mm. Now nah, you know what? I don't even want to go there. Yeah, this is this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too much speculation. Right. You know what I'm saying? Be- like we did a whole lot of speculating today. Matter yeah. of fact, a I- whole lot of this stuff you didn't even hear. But at the same time, it's us as observers. Yeah, this is just what we see. You know what I'm saying? So you can't really judge somebody for how they observe things. It's not like, you know, saying this person is this and this person is that. No, just looking at the context of things and how we perceive them. Hmm. And that's, you know, we talked a few weeks back about, about why we losing all these independent rappers. Since then, we've lost a few more. Man. And um and you know, a lot of this we talk about spirituality and emotion into the music. You putting that into the music and it comes back and unfortunately it's coming back and, and hitting the people who record the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Right. So let this be a cautionary tale too. Yeah, that's all that needs to be said right there. We about to be out the door, man. It's Capital City with Capital J. And it's DL Glass. <laughs>